The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 13th chapter. Now when Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When he said this, all his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at all the wonderful things that he was doing. The Gospel of Christ. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. This gospel story always reminds me of my grandma, Harris. Her name was Gertrude, but most people called her Gert. She was the church secretary for over 40 years. She read her little devotional portals of prayer book every single day sitting at the dining room table accompanied by her tattered Bible. And like most church members, she sat in the same pew, surrounded by the same people in the same sanctuary her entire adult life. If I were to describe my grandma physically, I would tell you about her beautiful, thick, gray hair, her amazing fashion sense, her abundance of statement jewelry, you know I got that from somewhere, right? And the great arch in her back. A combination of early cobalt treatments for cancer and osteoporosis left her bent over. This gave her a different perspective in life than most people. For instance, it was easier for her to put her purse on the floor and dig through it than to put it on the table next to her. I remember her straightening up as best she could for photos, also to meet a family member's gaze across the dining room table, and also in her pew to see what was happening in the chancel during worship. But after a moment or two, she would relax, and the great arch in her back would return, and she would return to being closer to the floor. I don't know if my grandma ever expected to be healed from the great arch in her back. 
after all, it was a remnant of a previous healing which freed her from cancer and greatly extended her life, nearly 30 years. But I know that I always expected to see her in worship, and she always expected Jesus to show up, to be present with her and her community of faith on the Sabbath day. Our gospel story today is unique to the gospel of Luke. It is the fourth of five healings that Jesus performed on the Sabbath day. In this story, the woman did not speak to Jesus. She did not complain because of her ailment, nor did she even request to be healed. Jesus didn't ask her permission to heal her, nor did he ask permission to lay his hands on her. On that Sabbath day, our Lord and Savior Jesus set her free. According to scripture, the Sabbath day, is the day of rest, and the Sabbath is the day of liberation, that is, freedom. In the book of Exodus, Sabbath is rooted in creation, the day God rested after the work of creating the cosmos we enjoy. In the book of Deuteronomy, Sabbath is rooted in liberating freedom, as the day the Israelites were released from the hand of Pharaoh. This is the Sabbath Jesus is observing here, the Sabbath of liberating freedom. But a leader in the synagogue was angry with Jesus because of this. There were rules, and the leader expected those rules to be followed. The leader didn't understand why Jesus did the work of healing on that particular day, the Sabbath day. After all, there were six other days of the week for Jesus to do the work of healing. Why did Jesus have to heal on that day? I can imagine the leader was not really upset about the healing, but rather his expectation that leaders of faith follow the rules. The leader was not expecting anything new for Sabbath worship that day. But Jesus didn't ever seem to do what people expected of him. Jesus reminded everyone in the synagogue that day that Sabbath was also for liberation. And it was also for rest. For this probably often unnoticed, bent-over woman, that healing on that Sabbath day was her liberation. It was her freedom from bondage. I have a feeling that freedom was not what the bent-over woman was expecting that Sabbath day. Not even in her wildest dreams. Church, what do you expect this Sabbath day? Part of that is easy. We can expect liturgy because that is our tradition. We can expect singing, because that is also our tradition. We can expect to see most of the same faces, and delighted to see a few new ones each week, because this is the community we have come to know and to love. That is what we expect here. 
But do you also expect God to be present here? Do you expect Jesus to call you out, touch your spirit, to heal you and set you free? To be honest, I'm not sure if that's what I expect today, but that is my heart's deepest desire, both for you and for me. Church, you can expect Jesus to see you as you are today. He sees the pain that binds you. He sees the strained relationships that occupy your mind and bind your soul. He sees the anxieties of your day-to-day life. And on this Sabbath day, Jesus sets you free from it all. And this is the reason we worship and praise today. Because we have been set free from everything that binds us, even if it is just for one hour. Like the woman in the synagogue that day, our immediate response to God, our God-given freedom, is worship and praise. And we often do it well. Church, you are set free. You are set free to praise God, our creator, Jesus, our redeemer, and the Holy Spirit, our sustainer. And then you are set free to go out and share that freedom with the world. And that is our call to mission. Amen.